Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, and on this podcast, we focus on a lot of life's logistics like planning and wellness, along with some fun things like skincare and reading. And overall, we just throw in a whole lot of life. Around here, we know that life is messy, but we're just doing our best to learn how to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. And just to get us started, I'll go first. And today I am going first talking about how to have a really efficient and thorough brain dump that is going to help you to overcome the overwhelm that you are facing in your life. I know from my own experience and also working with a lot of clients who I have been helping to go through the Live Well Planned cohort program that everything starts to take on the same weight, the same priority, because we've got so many things weighing on our brains and we don't know what the next right thing is. We hear that term thrown around a lot. Just do the next right thing. Well, what the heck is the next right thing? I'm feeling completely overwhelmed and I don't know what to do next. And I thoroughly believe that a good brain dump that just helps you to not be holding all of these things in your head anymore, get them down on paper and be able to sort them out so that you can figure out a plan going forward is the first step and probably the most key step in being able to feel more on top of your life and less like everything is vying for your attention and being able to more clearly identify what those next right things are. So we are going to deep dive into this today for this episode. I'm so looking forward to it. I think it's going to hopefully be a very helpful episode to you guys. But I also want to say, if you hear this episode and you're like, that sounds awesome, I really need to do that, but I have trouble jumping on these planning things myself. I need a little bit of accountability, or I'd really like this to be a little bit more customized to me and what I'm going through. Or it'd be really helpful if I had somebody who helped me to distill down all of my thoughts and get things categorized and figure these things out. Well, let me just tell you, I've got the perfect program for you to dive into and have me and another group of ladies by your side to help you do exactly that. I am now taking applications for September and October's Live Well Planned cohorts. So, If you're like, what the heck is a cohort? Well, it's just a small group of ladies. We get together. We chat on Marco Polo. I have a teaching section where I tell you all about what that day's course is, which you can also find in your private Trello board that we communicate on. And you get all of the information that you need for that day to be able to go through the step-by-step process to break down all the overwhelm in your life, go through all of these different parts, establish routines, home systems, habits, meal plans, all of the things we figure out until you get to the point where you are able to create a succinct weekly plan every single week. So you know what's coming, you're not surprised by things, and you know what to put on that plan and where to put it to actually make it work. It is so much fun to be a part of these cohorts. I have had some of the ladies here on the show talking about their experiences. I'm hoping to be able to publish some of their experiences soon all Also on the website, I'm getting that all pulled together. But basically what I keep hearing from people is it was the accountability and the encouragement that they needed because so many times you buy a course, but then you don't actually finish it. I mean, how many times have we all done that? But when you have someone driving you along through this course every 
single weekday to help you get your homework done, get it in, you have someone working on it with you, coming alongside you, and you have this other small group of ladies who are all doing the same process, and you're able to see how everyone customizes it to themselves. There are some base principles that work for everybody, but then it's so interesting and valuable to see how everyone's personality plays into how they plan and everybody's family is different and to be able to see how it gets tailored to just what everyone needs I think is really inspiring and helpful it helps you to have more ideas for how to plan your own life so if you want to be a part of that if you think yes I need that kind of help I want to walk into this fall feeling more confident about my time and how we're getting things done in our home and how I'm staying on top of things we also talk a lot about self-care and we talk about incorporating the knowledge of your own bodily cycles into things because hi we're women and we don't operate the same way any two days of the month we need to take that into account when we are planning and so if you want to be a part of that if you think that sounds really helpful to you I would really encourage you to come check out more about the cohort at mckenziecoppacom slash cohort that is where you can get in your application for these next couple of months that we are booking out the cohorts I would love to be able to work with you get into the nitty-gritty with you come alongside you as you help to fight your own overwhelm establish some goals get those things on your calendar and help you to just feel less stressed in your life so come over to mckenziecoppacom slash cohort and I would love to see you there All right. This what you're going to hear today, though, is basically the introduction that we do to the cohort of how to really get started. This is the foundational material that we use to be able to craft your life. So let's get to it. Let's dive in here on how to have a really efficient, thorough brain dump that then you are able to categorize and prioritize to actually be usable and workable for you in your life. Okay, first and foremost... What the heck is brain dump? If you haven't heard of a brain dump before, which I would be surprised, I feel like it's one of those sort of like kitsch terms that a lot of people throw around in the planning communities and whatnot. But basically, a brain dump is just getting everything in your brain dumped out on paper or in a digital format. Some way that you can actually save your brain muscles from trying to hang on to all of the superfluous information that you really don't need to be hanging on to in your brain. Your brain is a muscle. It has to work to remember all of these different things. And sometimes it can be so overloaded with all of the things that are vying for your attention, all of the things that are priorities and things that you need to get done and things that you need to make sure of and things you need to clean around the house. And I mean, I'm probably preaching to the choir here. I'm sure you know what that feels like when there are just so many things weighing on you. And when you actually just get them out of your head, when you feel like you don't have to be responsible for hanging on to them in your actual brain any longer because they are being kept safely in another spot on paper or digitally, just that alone is the first step to reducing so much stress. You will feel an actual weight lifted. When you do that process, it's kind of like you can breathe again because you're not having to fight and work and exert all of that energy to keep all of those things 
in your brain. So I suggest that this is the first step when you're doing any sort of planning and that you put it all on the paper. Anything that you have weighing on you that is sucking your energy, whether that's emotional energy or planning energy or like anything, logistics, anything that you keep thinking over, you keep finding your brain going back to, get it all out on the paper. So a good way to do this, because just saying like, put everything in your brain down on paper, that can feel overwhelming in and of itself. So the way that I suggest you get started with that is to actually start creating some categories. And don't worry, when you create these categories at the beginning of your brain dump, you're not locked into only using these categories. If you're going along and you're writing things down and you realize that you have a whole another category, go ahead and add it. Guess what? There aren't any rules to you getting everything in your head down on the paper. I just want to encourage you to kind of have it be a stream of consciousness flow as you are writing. Don't let anything hold you back. Don't get hung up on, oh, what's the perfect category for this thing that I'm going to write down? Just start getting it down on paper. But something that can help you to even start thinking through things is to create categories. So go ahead and think about the categories that pertain to your particular life. Everyone is going to have different categories that they are dealing with, but there's probably some mainstays that most of us have, like our homes, our families, maybe things that are weighing on you for fall or back to school. You might have work, self-care, pets, car, anything that you need to be responsible for, think about, kids' activities, whatever it is. Maybe you have one for a wish list or things you need to buy or movies that you want to see or books you want to read. It can literally be anything that you are trying to hang on to in your brain and you just want to distill down into a list. Something else that can be helpful as you are thinking about these categories is sometimes it is helpful to have subcategories under a topic. For instance, if I was doing a brain dump about my business, I would divide it into subcategories. So it wouldn't just be work and then I would put down every single thing about my work because my work is very unique and it has a lot of different things and types of work within it. I have the podcast, I have Patreon, I have voiceover work, I have the cohorts that I run, I have different social media things and affiliate marketing and I'm trying to get rolling with YouTube again. I have so many different categories under that main category of work. And so what I go ahead and do is I would have a whole piece of paper and we're going to go into this a little bit more in a second, but I would have a whole piece of paper that I subdivided into all of those different subcategories so that I had more direction. And just from the beginning here, it begins to be a little bit more organized as I'm writing things down. Also, if I think about it in those smaller chunks, it helps me to remember more of the things that I am trying to get out of my brain. If I'm looking at everything, just that alone can feel overwhelming as we kind of already stated. But if I think of, okay, just the podcast. What do I need to do just for the podcast? And then I can list out all of those different factors. I can list out different goals that I have for the podcast. I can list out different things that I've been needing to get done or scheduled or things that I'm wanting to be more consistent with, with marketing. I can put all of that under just 
the podcast. And then I can move on to a different section of my business and be able to really drill down and focus just on that part of it. So when you do that, it helps you to be able to be more specific. You could even think of it as far as if you had a list for your home and you're really wanting to get a lot of things organized and cleaned like this fall, that's going to be your main focus. You want to just completely overhaul your house this fall. Well, if you just have a list that says home, that can be really broad and maybe hard to figure out all of the different things. But if instead under home, you create a bunch of subcategories that are each different room of your house, then you can go through and list what things you want to clean in that room, what things need to be fixed or repaired or decorating things that you want to do in that room, or maybe certain organizational projects that you need to get done in that specific room. And then you have all of that information just under that room. You could think about just that one space and be really thorough in the way that you think about that space and then move on to the next space instead of trying to think about all of the different things in the entire house at the same time. So any different part of your life can be worked into these subcategories. If you're thinking about this fall and you're really wanting to get on top of things, but you're kind of like, where do we start? How do I negotiate everybody's schedules and everything? Well, maybe those are your subcategories. You can think about everything pertaining to your kid's school, everything pertaining to your kid's activities, everything around your house, things that you yourself are doing or projects that you have, anything like that. You can create these subcategories to think about things in a more focused way, which actually helps you to be more thorough in everything that you're writing down and help empty out your brain in a better, more efficient way. Okay, ladies, lately I have been trying to do a better job of hydrating, which we all have heard, you know, drink more water, drink more and more and more water. But something you might not realize is that electrolytes are what actually help our body to absorb the water and utilize the water and to actually be able to hydrate our systems. And so over the past couple of weeks, I have actually been using Peaks BT Fountain, which is a little electrolyte powder that I just pour right into my water and I am loving its effects. I had been looking for a good electrolyte powder that didn't have just a bunch of junk in it and wasn't going to be filled with sugar and this one does the job. And what's even more fun, you know, I love all my beauty hacks. I love my skincare stuff and electrolytes are actually a huge key to our skin being hydrated. Because when you put a moisturizer on your skin, really what it's doing is just kind of sealing that outer layer of your skin to prevent your internal moisture from leaking out. But a lot of times it doesn't do a very good job of actually adding moisture into our skin. That's what needs to happen through internal hydration. So essentially, Peaks BT Fountain is the first skincare that you can drink. It enhances and boosts your internal moisture production and helps prevent you from losing that moisture for results in less than 30 days. The ceramides help visibly reduce fine lines and increase that skin elasticity. Hyaluronic acid increases your skin's moisture content and electrolytes provide deep cellular hydration. 
And I have noticed that as I have been drinking one or two of these packets a day over the past couple of weeks and really starting to allow my body to absorb the moisture, I am seeing it in my skin. I am having less sallowness under my eyes in the morning. I don't feel as puffy. I feel like my skin has more elasticity and it's helping me to defeat a lot of the brain fog that I was having in the afternoons where I just felt like I couldn't focus. And as I'm getting more hydrated, it's helping me to be more clear headed. So it's pretty cool that it's like a beauty product and a wellness product all wrapped up in one. It's got a delicious yuzu berry flavor. I am very picky about my flavors, but I really love this electrolyte drink. It's just light and nice. Like I said, I've been drinking a couple every day. And Peak is offering for a limited time for just my listeners 15% off and free shipping for life when you subscribe at peaklife.com slash live well. So again, that's if you go to P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash live well, peaklife.com slash live well, you can get 15% off and free shipping for life when you subscribe. So get that skin looking supple with me, ladies. Try out Peak Life's BT Fountain today. Okay, so this is all well and fine. You are convinced now that a brain dump would be really helpful. You want to get all of these things out of your head. But what does it actually look like? How do you go about it? Where should you write it? What should you do to get these things out on paper? Or do you prefer digital? Well, let's talk about a few of the ways that this can look. I really like to use paper for my initial brain dump. Don't worry, this is just step one. We're going to we're going to get it in a little bit better shape by the end of this episode. So this can be the chicken scratchy version. This is just the get it out of your head. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be beautiful. This isn't going to be the end product. This is just the rough draft, basically, of your brain dump. So I want to encourage you to not be precious about what this brain dump is going to look like. It's okay to be messy. In fact, I encourage it because the faster you are getting things out of your head, the better. Don't focus on beautiful handwriting. Don't focus on making it look neat and tidy. Just start getting the stuff out. So for me, a lot of times this looks like getting out a bunch of blank sheets of paper. I don't really typically like for this to be in a notebook because I'm not going to probably keep this rough draft version. This is going to go in the garbage once I have distilled it down and made it look nicer and gone through my priorities and categorized things better and, and done all of that, which is the next step that we will get to in a few minutes. But I just like to get it out on paper and I like to be able to set all the papers out in front of me. I have even at times gotten like a big poster board and done this with post-it notes on the poster board because I like to divide it into sections and colors and be able to see all of it at once. So maybe I would take all of those different categories that I had created in the beginning and each of them would get their own color post-it note and each thing that I was thinking about would get its own post-it note that I would put on the board and that allows me to kind of move things around and manipulate them before I even move on to the next a little bit more solid version that we're going to talk about in a second but it's just a way that in the moment I can get things more organized and I can visually see what is starting to weigh more what has more post-it notes but I will also just do 
it on blank sheets of paper. It just kind of depends on my mood. And I would create usually a different sheet of paper for all of the different categories that I am dealing with. I don't care if the paper gets completely filled or only has a few things on it. It's just a matter of being able to delineate and see very visually, very obviously what I am working with, all these different areas of my life and what has things in them, what is bearing a lot of weight. And so it's just a matter of getting those things down on paper. Now, occasionally, I will do this digitally. Like I said, I typically prefer to do it on paper first, but sometimes I will go ahead and do it digitally, and I typically always move it from paper to digital once I get it all down. But if I want to start out digitally, that can be a way of kind of cutting out a step because you're not having to repeat things. But sometimes, you know, if you're like me, just putting pen to paper is helpful. It helps you to be more thoughtful as you're writing things down. It's just one of those things that sometimes I just really prefer the paper part. But if I am going to do it digitally, then I like to use Trello because it helps me right off the bat be able to categorize things really easily, move them around if I need to. So let me just give you some of these Trello basics really quickly before we get in here. If you're not familiar with Trello, it's this amazing website and app that allows you to be able to make workspaces and boards and lists and cards within those lists to be able to organize just about anything. It is the way that I have planned out the podcast for years now. It's really awesome because you can add people to the boards that you are working on so that you are able to collaborate together. So my podcast producer, Kiel, and I both work in the same Trello board. We're able to see what the other person is doing, and we're able to add things in one central space so she can share graphics with me, and I can share all of the links to the different parts of the podcast with her so that she can edit it all together. It's just a really sleek system. It's also what we have been using for the cohorts. Instead of having like a PDF download or something like that that is a booklet of all of the curriculum... All of the ladies each week have been getting different parts to their Trello board that we are both on. And so they get the curriculum in a card every single day that tells them what is going on in the course and what the curriculum entails for that day. We also have boards within the cohort, and I'm not just going to talk about the cohort the whole time, although I am excited about it, but we have boards that we're able to collaborate on where they are doing their planning. And I can see the planning that they are doing and we can talk about it and work on it together and I can help them to be able to categorize things and organize things on their Trello boards because we can both see it. So it's this really sleek system of being able to be in there and collaborate on things. But even if you're just the only one doing it, if this is your own private brain dump board and you're the only one who is going to see it, I love the Trello system because it's so simple. It makes things very easy because within a board, you are able to not only create your own cute background, you can change them up and search for pictures. And I always like to do them seasonally and it just looks pretty and I really like it. But beyond that, as far as the actual functionality of it goes, I like to create lists within my board that are for all the different things that I am doing my brain dump on. And then within those lists are things called cards. And I create a different card for every single thing that it is 
weighing on me that I'm thinking about that I'm trying to get out for this brain dump. So this could also be the second step for you. If you've already written down all the things on the paper, gotten it out of your head, then I really suggest you move it to Trello. It's just such a simple system. You can totally use a free Trello account and get so much out of it. I have been using a free account on Trello for years and years and years, and it has been able to do everything that I personally need it to do, which is awesome. You can even do things like add power-ups and filters and get things to coordinate with your calendars, and there's all kinds of bells and whistles that you can access within Trello, but even if you're just doing it in this very basic way of creating these lists and cards and being able to organize your thoughts. Even if you're just doing that, you're going to get so much out of it. And I think once you get in there, it's such a simple system. I'm not affiliated with Trello. I don't get anything back from Trello by telling you about this. I just love Trello. I think that it is so simple and easy to use and effective that I just really love using it. So I create a list for all of the different categories that I have in my brain dump, and then each different part, each thing that I'm thinking about gets its own card. And that's going to come in really handy in the next part of the process that we are going to be doing, where we are working with all of these different pieces to prioritize them and figure out what it is we need to be doing with our time. So we're going to get to that in a second. But as you put things into Trello, just getting them in all those different lists, I think is really helpful to be able to see things. And you could do that as your first step. Just put it straight into Trello if that's what you're wanting to do, because it's got this great drag and drop feature where you can really easily move those cards around. So as you are completing this first initial step of your brain dump, of just getting all the things out of your head, what I want you to remember is this is where you need to write down anything that you are actively trying to remember, take care of, be responsible for, or that is draining your emotional energy. All of those things are going to go in this brain dump. You could have a whole category for things that are emotionally weighing on you or things you've recently cried about or whatever it is you need to get off your heart and your head Put them down in this brain dump because this brain dump is the raw material that will help you to be able to plan moving forward and more easily see what parts of your life you actually need to move into action and how to do that. This is the raw goods. These are the supplies that you need to be able to build your future moving forward and to be able to know exactly what it is you need to do. So get it all down. It's okay to be messy. There is nothing too small to write down. It can be the silliest thing. But if you think like, oh, I'll just remember that part. No, stop right there. Don't try to remember anything right now. Just write it down. It can be a little note off to the side that you jot down. Oh yeah, this reminds me that I need to talk to so-and-so about whatever. You could have a whole list about phone calls you need to make or people that you need to connect with or things you need to talk to people about or appointments that you need to get made. See, the, the categories are endless. I'm telling you what. And as you're going, just like as this podcast has been going and I've been thinking of new categories that you could be adding, the same can be true of your brain dump 
process. You don't have to think of it all right in the beginning. It is a workable, movable, changeable thing. It is active and living as you are putting down this brain dump. So just keep putting the things down. And it's okay if you don't know the perfect category for something. You could just have like an other category that you're not sure where to put things. Don't get hung up on the logistics of where everything needs to go right now. We're going to do that more in the next step. Just get it all down on the paper. Okay. Ladies, I love when I find a company that creates beautiful products, things that I actually like to wear and I think look really stylish and beautiful, that are also clean, they think about the environment, and they also think about the workers of the company. And a brand that I have recently found that does all of that is Bedstew. They've been around for over 25 years and they create handcrafted, eco-conscious products that are recyclable, renewable, organic, and use reused materials all while reducing waste. They've even thought of things like making sure most of their shoes are resolable so that you don't just have to throw them out and get a new pair every time things get worn down. You can actually just upgrade the pair that you already have, make them practically new again. Beds 2 is a family company and each piece that they create begins with the highest quality clean leathers. Rather than using harsh chemicals such as chrome or formaldehyde to preserve the leather, their leathers are prepared using natural tannins such as tree bark and leaves. In turn, reducing the amount of waste and chemicals in their water runoff and making it safer for their workers who are creating these beautiful products. One of my favorite new pieces that I just recently got from Bedstew is their Circe bag in the tan rustic color. Oh my goodness, it is beautiful. I can just tell it is going to wear so well over time. It is my new go-to work bag. I can fit everything that I need in there really easily, my iPad, my computer, all the things so that when I'm on the go this fall, I've got a stylish piece that's also good for the environment and it's going to last a really long time. So if you want to find your favorite new bag or pair of shoes or accessory, then head over to bedstew.com, B-E-D-S-T-U.com and use the code LWA20 to get 20% off your first order. Again, that's bedstew.com, B-E-D-S-T-U.com and use the code LWA20 to get 20% off your order. Hormones. Ladies, we've all got them. They're all constantly changing, and sometimes the side effects that we have from our hormones changing are not so fun to deal with. Whether it's just your regular old PMS, or if you're getting closer to premenopause and menopausal symptoms, I mean, it is not fun to experience hot flashes or vaginal dryness or the thinning of your hair. But Bonafide is here to help you without adding any more hormones to your system. Bonafide was created to give women an alternative to effectively relieve the symptoms that accompany hormonal flexibility fluctuations within our bodies because every woman deserves relief without compromise. So they provide women with naturally powerful remedies to safely treat these natural symptoms that occur throughout our lives from PMS to menopause and everything else along the way. One of my favorite products that they just recently came out with is Sylvessa. It is the first comprehensive system designed to restore and protect hair and skin affected by estrogen decline from the inside out. You just take a daily capsule and use their hair serum and skin 
Skin Serum, which combined for healthier looking hair and skin. It's formulated with hyaluronic acid, which I love, to visibly improve skin texture and reduce fine lines and wrinkles. It really helps with that hydration and it promotes the appearance of fuller, thicker, healthier hair. I have been using Sylvessa on the regular and I've got to say my skin just feels supple and hydrated and it helps me to know that I'm doing something against these things that can feel really frustrating and defeating, but I'm actually able to combat these symptoms in a really natural and powerful way. Bonafide is effective and natural. It's non-prescription without hormones. They're clinically validated. They have safety as their top priority. They're recommended by over 8,300 doctors, and they have helped over 333,000 women find relief from hormonal fluctuations. So give Bonafide a try today. No hormones and no prescription required. Real relief without compromise. To get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product, go to hellobonafide.com slash livewell and use the promo code livewell. That's hellobonafide.com slash livewell and code livewell. That's L-I-V-E-W-E-L-L to get this special offer. For the best price and free shipping, go directly to the hellobonafide.com slash livewell website. This special offer is only for LiveWell listeners, so check it out and use the promo code LiveWell. So you've completed the brain dump. You've got everything down, which you can totally come back to over time and add more things to. That's the great thing about a master brain dump is it can keep changing. You can keep adding things to it. I suggest you do sit down for a good like solid hour at least when you are trying to get your initial brain dump done to really pour out all the things and be able to focus on it. You know, take yourself to a coffee shop or a park or somewhere where you're not going to be bothered and interrupted and you can really just drill down what you need to do. But beyond that, you can constantly be coming back to it and changing it and adding things to it and taking things off of it. So know that it does require a bit of time in the beginning that I really would encourage you to try to focus and get done. But beyond that, you can keep iterating it and changing it as you need to. So you have it done now. You've done this process. You've gone through the brain dump. But what do you do with it now? How is this helpful to you? You're going, okay, Mackenzie, yeah, great. I put it all down on paper, which makes me feel a little bit lighter. But what now? Where do we go from here? Well, the next step is to prioritize and evaluate your brain dump. So I'm going to tell you a really key thing about most of the things that you probably put down on your brain dump. Most likely, a lot of those items fit into one of two categories. They are either projects or they are mainstays. So what is the difference? Well, a project is pretty much a one and done kind of thing. It is something that once you have it done, you can cross it off your list and you don't have to keep worrying about it. These are things like, I need to schedule an appointment. I need to take the dog to the vet. I need to get my oil changed. Whereas, yes, okay, we need to reoccurringly change our oil every six months or every year or whatever. 
But we can also think of that as a one-and-done project because you're not going to have to think about it again for a while. Can you schedule it on your calendar to have it come up reoccurring so you don't have to think about it every year and it just is going to you know, remind you? Sure, yes, you can do that. But for those longer things, they're not going to be something that's part of your daily or weekly routine. These are what we want to think of as projects. Once you get them done, they are off your plate. Now, the other part of that are mainstays. They're the things that need to become a part of our routine. These are things like, I really want to read every day. I need to make sure that I'm going over the kids' homework with them every night and unpacking their backpacks. These are things like packing lunches and making sure you do your skincare. (laughs) You know I had to say it. You know, these are the kinds of things that are going to come up again and again. You can't just check them off your list and they're not going to come back up again right away. They're things that you want to incorporate into your daily, weekly, or monthly life. They're things that you want to add to your schedule, add to your routines to be a part of what you're doing on a regular basis. So as you go through all of your different categories of your brain dump and everything that you've written down, I want you to divide each of those categories or subcategories into their mainstays and their projects. So create two lists now for each of those categories and divide them up between the two. So in my home list, I may have things like I need to get the tub unclogged and I need to have something repaired and I need to replace these light bulbs. Those are all things that are one and done projects. Once I get them done, I don't have to think about them again. So they're going to go on my home projects list. But then I'm going to have things like, I need to develop a better cleaning routine for our house. I want to vacuum three times a week. I want to make sure that the sheets are getting changed this many times a week or a month or whatever. You need to put those kinds of items that want to become a part of your routine. Maybe you've been struggling with them. Maybe you've gotten behind on things. Those are the things that you're going to put on your mainstays list because those are going to be the things that you can't just check off, but you need to actually find a place in your life to be doing them on a recurring basis. So go through all of your different categories and divide everything into those two lists. Now, once you have them in those two lists, I want you to go back through each of those lists and prioritize them. So this is really simple when you do it in Trello because maybe you had one list that was all of the things for home and now you've created your second list. So you've got your projects and your mainstays and you can really easily just drag and drop those cards between the two different lists and then I want you to prioritize them. And in Trello, what you can do is change the color of the label. So maybe the most pressing things that are the highest priority are going to be red and then maybe medium. Medium priority is going to be orange and low priority is going to be yellow. So go through your list and put a label on each of those different cards of what their priority is and then move them in the list so that they are in priority order. So they go from highest priority at the top to the lowest priority at the bottom, which again is really easy in Trello because you just drag and drop those cards and move them around. And then you can see the list gradually goes from red to orange to yellow, which is 
really helpful as you are seeing the things that are most pressing on you, the things that need to be done the soonest. You can even go into those Trello cards and add due dates. If it's something that is time specific, it needs to be done by a certain date, you can add that date right on the card for you and it will show you when it is due. We even do that with my podcast. We have the due date for each of those podcasts right on the card. And then to take it one step farther, because you want this list to be as usable for your life as possible. I mean, that is the reason we are doing this brain dump in the first place. Yes, it helps to get all the weight off of our shoulders and help our brain to stop working so hard so that we can use our brain for other things that we really want to be focusing on. Instead of trying to hold on to all of this superfluous information, that's a great benefit of doing a brain dump. But we also want all of these things that we've written down to then be actionable, be usable, be able to move forward with them. So what we are going to do is take each of those things that are on those lists and think about how much time they will most likely take. Now, this is a really good check to be doing on yourself because we don't always have the best grasp on how long things take. Newsflash. In fact, most of the time, we definitely underestimate how long something is going to take, which is why a lot of times we overwhelm ourselves, we overbook ourselves, we're not able to get as much done as we think we should be able to get done because we're just not being realistic about how long things take. So I want you to go through these items and think really critically. And if you're doing this in Trello, just go ahead in the card name. Right next to that, open up that title of each card name and add how much time you think you need to get that thing done. Maybe it is call and make dentist appointments, and that is going to take you 10 minutes. You might be thinking it's going to take you five. Just go ahead and overestimate. You know, give yourself a little bit of wiggle room here. (laughs) So put down 10 minutes right on the card so you can see it right when you look at the card. Call and make dentist appointments slash 10 minutes. Now, as you do this for all of your different cards, you are then able to, at this point, sit back and look at your board, look at your Trello, or even if you're doing it on paper, you could do the same sort of thing, but you can sit back and look at your list and say, okay, these are all of the things that I actually need to get done in my life. This is how long each of them is going to take, and this is the priority that they have in order of what needs to be getting done in my life. Now you've got a little bit more information for figuring out what the next right thing is, right? Now when you're going through your day and you have a little bit of extra time, you can say, okay, I've got the next half an hour where I could knock a couple of things out. What things on my list are like three short 10-minute projects that I could knock out in the next half an hour. And because you've already figured all of that out, all you have to do is look at the list and grab a couple of those projects that just need to get done and get them done. Okay, ladies, let's take a little minute to do a little story time for you. So recently, I went through a four-day hormone detox diet to try to just help flush a lot of things out of my system and sort of get things back on track and trying to just kind of regulate. And one of the things that was involved in this diet is that you were supposed to drink a greens drink in the morning. And I thought, well... (laughs) 
perfect. I already drink an amazing greens drink, Athletic Greens, otherwise known as AG1, but I decided to move it up into the mornings of my day, which is when this diet said to take it. Always in the past, I've been drinking my AG1 in the afternoon, which is fine. I'm still getting all of the benefits of it and everything, but I thought, well, let's see what it's like to be drinking it in the morning. And I love it. You guys, I have now started actually prepping my AG1 the night before so that I can pop it in the fridge and it's nice and chilled and ready to go for me in the morning. And I know that first thing in the morning, I'm getting all of the goodness that Athletic Greens has in it, which with just one scoop, it has 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. These are all things that are helping me to focus. I have definitely noticed a difference in my clarity and my ability to get straight down to work when I am taking my AG1 first thing in the morning. It helps me to feel more alert. I have more mental clarity. I just feel like I am operating more at the top of my game and I have the energy to get through my day when I'm taking it right from the start of my day. It is making such a big difference. Plus, I'm able to combine so many supplements into just one drink, which has been really helpful as I'm trying to streamline things and just feel a lot better in general. And in a In addition to the AG1, I've been taking their vitamin D drops, which when you subscribe, you actually get a year supply, which we'll get back to that in a minute. But they are awesome drops. You only need a couple to be getting that full vitamin D spectrum. And even though it's summer, I tend to stay pretty covered up because I like to not have the sun damage to my skin. I want to look young forever. (laughs) And so I really like being able to take these vitamin D drops, especially heading into the fall where I'm not going to get as much sun exposure as I'm even getting right now. I've just been so happy with what AG1 is doing for me and my health and my fitness and helping me to just feel better all the way around and knowing that I'm getting all of it put together in one nutritional supplement it's really making a big difference for me right now. And it makes a huge difference for a lot of other people as well. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. And plus, it's also a climate-neutral certified company. They think about the environment. Plus, they deliver a really clean product that has less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs or nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. So if you want to feel like I do and get this leg up on your day, then it's time to reclaim your health with me and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D that I mentioned and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash livewell. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash livewell to take ownership over your health like I am trying to do and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now my favorite list that I create in Trello is the done list because it is just a section where I move all of those cards that I have already gotten done and I love to see that done list fill up and the other list to start clearing out and getting shorter. It is so satisfying. It is like a dopamine hit to just see that stuff moving over there to that done list and you can really go back and think, 
look at all I've accomplished. If you ever have a day where you're going, oh, I've just got nothing done, well, look at your done list. Because if you have been able to move things over there, then you can feel so much better about how much you've actually accomplished. Because that's another thing that we often underestimate. Often when we look back on the day, we think, oh, I got nothing done today. But if we actually went back and looked at a done list of the things that we had accomplished, most likely it's much longer than we in our own brains that are self-deprecating think of. We have probably done so many things that day that we're just not giving ourselves credit for. And so that in and of itself is a stress reliever to know like, no, you are doing things. You are moving and shaking and getting stuff done. And go ahead and hand yourself that credit. It is okay. So that is one way to be able to utilize that list is when you happen to have time in the day to start grabbing things off of those one and done lists, those project lists, and just getting them knocked out. But it also allows you, as you're planning your week, to figure out where those things could fit into your week. Plan advance for getting them done. And Put them actually on your schedule, on your calendar, so that you can see where they need to go and start making an actionable plan for getting them done. Because so many of these things we just procrastinate on. We just don't get done. We just let them linger. I mean, I am as guilty of that as the next person. And there are so many things that I let go for so much longer than I should that I think are going to be so much more overwhelming than they should be. Something as simple as just calling and booking dentist appointments can feel like the hardest thing in the world to do. But when I have that concrete list of what I'm looking at, I can see how much time it's going to take me and what the priority is on it. Then as I am planning out my week at the beginning of the week or at the end of the week before, I can actually start going in and grabbing those items and putting them in a place on my schedule to say, this day at this time, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to get this thing done. I'm not going to let it linger any longer. And that is so helpful and so effective for us to be able to start dealing with some of this overwhelm. So often we're trying to spin a thousand different plates where sometimes if we just kind of bite the bullet and get some of those project things done, then some of those plates start to get taken care of. They start to get removed and we don't have to focus so much on them. We don't have to be overwhelmed by them anymore. So that is kind of like the end goal of doing a brain dump is start getting those things knocked off your list taken care of so that you don't have so much that is weighing on your shoulders and you don't have so much that you are constantly trying to think about, so many things that are vying for your attention, and you're able to give yourself some relief. You're also able to delegate those tasks when you can see them more clearly. You can think about what your kids can take on, what your spouse or your partner can take on, what you can hire out, things that you really may not be able to get all of the things done and you either need to knock some of them off your list or get some real help for getting them done. And that is okay. That is legitimate. And wouldn't you like to be in the position where you can see that in a concrete way and be able to move forward with an actual plan instead of just continuing to feel buried by those things? The way you get there is by starting here, by starting with a brain dump getting the things out of your head 
writing it all down in categories, then going through and evaluating that brain dump, putting those things into both project lists and mainstay lists, then going through those lists and prioritizing them and giving them amounts of time that each of those tasks are probably going to take. And then for those mainstays, it's a matter of working them into your routines, of deciding when in the week you're going to get them done, when in the month, when in the day, putting them on your schedule, making actionable routines so that you can actually know when you're moving forward with them and then just start working the plan. So that's it for this week's episode all about how to have a thorough and well thought out brain dump so that you can move forward and be less overwhelmed. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I would love to work with you on your brain dump and your plans moving forward. I have a whole four week course where I personally walk you through it, look through all of your stuff with you and help you get things figured out. I would love to welcome you into that course, into that cohort this September or October. Spots are filling up, so make sure you go to mckenziecoppa.com slash cohort to become a part of that. I can't wait to be able to get to know you and to work with you. All right, ladies, you can find the links to anything we talked about in this episode at mckenziecoppa.com slash podcast, but you can also just swipe up in whatever app you are using to listen to the show. I would also love if you would leave those ratings and reviews. Make sure that you have subscribed, followed the show. They've changed things up on Apple Podcasts, so I think you follow a show now instead of subscribing to it. It's the same thing pretty much. But every time you download an episode, it helps us to be able to get better sponsors and be able to move forward and keep things rolling. So thank you so much to those of you who leave the ratings and reviews, subscribe, listen week to week. It is such an honor for me to be able to get to be in your AirPods or your radios or however you listen to the show every week. It means a ton to me. And I love when you reach out. I love getting to know you. So don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. Let's chat. Let me know if you have show ideas for the future and if you have any questions about this episode. All right. Until next week, ladies, when I will be back with the wonderful Katie Duckett. She has had a busy summer, and we are going to be talking all about kitchen stuff. She is a kitchen gal. She owns a cookie company and she loves to cook, which I do not, but she is going to bring us her best ideas and her best products that she likes to use around the kitchen, things that simplify her life with five kids. And we are going to go into all of those logistics, plus have some fun ideas for new recipes for this fall and just kind of revitalizing our kitchen experience because Like I mentioned, I'm not a big fan of it, but we all have to do it. And so we are going to bring you some ideas to help freshen that up this fall. All right. Until next week, ladies, go be bold and gracious. 